All right, now did you follow all my instructions? Yeah, Tommy, I gotcha. Loud and clear. No deodorants, no colognes. That's right. Now if the rumors are true, old man Klickner lost his hearing in the war. So as long as he can't smell us, we should be able to sneak into his place and take whatever we want. Like taking candy from a baby, right? But you gotta promise me, Tommy, nobody gets hurt. Of course. This is gonna be a piece of cake. full of Dick's internet radio program. It's Spooky Month. WFOD, my name is Mike. I am joined by the king of pranks, the albino alligator, the popcorn bitch, Mr. Travis Hulse. What's up, sluts? And guys, Drunkard STL on the Twitters is here, and it's a special week, Travis, because Drunk is doing a challenge. He's uh, accepted a it, stunt year challenge. It's stunt year. Stunt year. Drunk is here to accept a challenge thrown down to him, Travis. Now, the challenge reads that he has to drink a 20-ounce cola and eat an entire Tony's Chocoloni bar in an hour. He can't drink any water. He has a water there, but he's not allowed to drink it, Travis. He can drink before he starts, I think. But you know what, Travis? After I'm done, yeah. After you're done, yeah. I asked drunk. I said, "Well, if you're doing this challenge, do you want to skip this week on on sampling a cola?" And drunk said, "No, I'll try a cola still." So, oh, dude, that's the professional. He's a fucking is. goer, Travis. You, you can't fault him for that. Uh, our good friend uh, drunk, he does have a cola to try. 
Drunk's yeah, the king of colas, the ghost they should have told ya. He's gotta try them all, yeah, he is the cola king. Pepsi. RC. <coughs> They're sweet. So what do you got this week, Drunk? So this one's called Fever Tree Distil- Distiller's Cola. Cra- I th- crafted for whiskeys, rums... From the finest distillers. So I think I get that means it's like over saturated, uh, so that you could put it in. It's only six ounces. Like a. It's probably probably over syrupy. Yeah. To and mix. I do not think that that's a twist. Oh no, we <laughs> we need a bottle opener, Travis. Well, if you had a pair of the sandals that I do, you would just slip them off and. I'll get you a bottle opener real quick. This is important. For those of the people, for those people, okay, Okay. never mind, Travis. For for those people who are not familiar, by the way, before we get to uh, King of Colas, it is stunt year. Stunt year is for the listeners to suggest things for drunkard to do. you will have to pay for these stunts. Uh, and this is an order for us to send drunk on his honeymoon. And stunt year could be bride. potentially over a year because we're not planning on doing it till the end of 2024. <laughs> yeah, so. stunt is just over, I guess, when it's over. <laughs> end of 2024. So stunt year is, is, is a rolling calendar. Uh, so listeners, think of reasonable things that you would like for drunk to do. Uh, throw out a dollar amount and uh, we'll run it by him and see if he'll actually uh, complete those things on the pod. Attempt. 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 Yeah. All right. So down the hatch. Distiller's Cola, Travis. He picked it because the bottle was little. Not as syrupy or sweet as I had thought. Um. I would say it's kind of got some cinnamon tones. Yeah? Yeah. Is it fizzy like a cola? It is. Okay. But, I mean, it, it already kind of naturally tastes like whiskey, which is good. 7-6? Seven, 7-6! Six. Seven, six. Ooh! Travis. That's a pretty good one. Distillery. Yeah. So, uh, would, should we officially put drunk on the clock for this chocolate bar with this Pepsi? Yeah, I mean, uh, we started. We usually do an hour, so yeah. he's got to do it within an hour. Uh, I would imagine. Drunk, that, let me uh, put that water over by me. I don't. I don't okay, want yeah, there uh, any. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he's yeah. gonna take. Yeah, a swig. cleanse the palate first of all. We got to cleanse the palate cleanse, with the water. Cleanse the palate. Yep. Now we got to get that out of his reach because we don't want him accidentally grabbing that. Yeah, bottle. yeah. You know, he might just instinctually do it, Travis. And we right. don't want him he, to break the rules no. of the game. No, drunk has a lot of integrity. He would never do that I on do. purpose. But you know, human nature. So, Travis, I love podcast drama, and our good friend Delvin Cox. He really, he really gave us some good stuff. Did this he stick week. his foot in it? So, Delvin did. Like a four-part series on gun control, <laughs> oh boy, which is just <laughs> ballsy as all. Hell. It's a hornet's place. nest, Travis. Is yeah. what it is, and like that'd be like that'd be like if we decided with a hey next week is uh, next week we're going to be discussing trans rights. <laughs> <laughs> 
What do you got drunk? I don't know. It just, There's like a map on the inside of the, to read the Tony's chocolate. Guys, so while we're talking about all this, drunk's going to be chowing down on a chocolate bar. So I apologize if there's audio that you find you distasteful. Should probably, you should probably turn me down a little bit. No, yeah, no, just, I'm just keeping you up. J- jump, jump on. I would imagine we're going to post this on YouTube so people can see this actually happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, we will try to narrate what's happening. He has stripped the paper uh, off of the chocolate bar, there is a foil wrapping now that he is struggling with uh, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty heavily. So, um, but as we're talking, this is what's happening. Travis Delvin doesn't like invite experts on his show to talk about gun control. He Delvin Jody is like, I wonder what Adam Nutter thinks about gun control. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> but then what happens is he had the grand finale where he has this round table. Of people please of varying me, backgrounds. Please tell me Pepper was on it. No, uh, better yet, uh, John Chimingo was oh. invited to be. So look at the shape of this thing. This is wild. Yeah, it's a thick daddy. I, this I assume Pepper. that I know John. I so, assume that I know John Jamingo's, uh stance on gun control. It's it's probably what you would think it is, Travis. And it's funny because John Jamingo, over the course of the two hours he's doing this Delvin podcast. And then later on Twitter, when people are responding to Delvin's podcast, it's like going through the woke house of Home Alone and just like taking the stuff and setting himself on fire with it. Like, you know, he like opens the door and there's the flamethrower trap there. And he's like, oh, he's got a flamethrower. Well, it just gets himself because, okay, that on myself. There's a uh, homosexual gentleman on the panel who's a teacher. And John says, okay, well, if teachers want to have guns in class, we should give them guns. And the guy says, well, I don't want to have a gun. And he goes, well, I wouldn't give you one then. And the guy's like, well, why wouldn't you give me one? It's because I'm gay? And he's like, no, but like he he walked into it, Travis. Because you said you didn't, <laughs> you said you didn't want one. That is why <laughs> he walked right into it. And then later, people are arguing with him on Twitter, and they're saying, "Well, fuck you for what you said in this." And he goes, "Well, if you don't like what I said, and you don't like guns, then you should just move to a different country." And they're like, "What well, do you think I should go back to Africa because I'm black?" And he's like, "Well, well no." <laughs> That isn't exactly what I said, but I did step right in the trap that I knew I was stepping into, you know? (laughs) So he's like, he's like the old comedy skits or the old animation where he's like walking back and forth and like stepping on rakes that are smoking himself in the head and walking directly (laughs) into a pit and things like that. Yeah, he's Wiley Coyote-ing himself, Travis. So anyway, John Jamingo causes such a stir on Delvin's gun control debate that a group of people corner Delvin and say, Hey, we need to make an additional six hour podcast refuting the things that John Domingo said on your podcast. <laughs> so well, essentially we're what, saying what kind of group of how people dare knows? you, how dare you give John Jamingo a platform? Yes. How dare you give John Jamingo a platform? His opinions on gun control cause harm, Travis. Uh, and so I listened to that. And mm, of course, it's great. I highly recommend the six hour 
fuck John Jamingo cast, Travis, it's it's art. Six hours. Is, that's a, it's uh, a lot. Yeah. It's a tough listen. But I pulled clips because I found the best part of the Delvin Cox gun control debate debate. You know, the debate after the debate. And which was the no emer- debate the because they didn't debate. invite anybody to debate with. It was the one-sided <laughs> fuck that right. debate. These are the facts thing. And this is amazing, Travis. I think you're going to love this. Uh and and I this first clip is like a minute long. It's a little bit longer, but I don't want to edit it. This is unedited. I want you to hear this so that I can share this with you because it's I love it. And I think that's a media thing as well, because when you think about crime, we think about like New Orleans and Detroit and like New York and Chicago and like, quote unquote, ghettos. You know, you think that's where the most crime is happening. So you can do any kind of Google search you want. Statistically, I found like four different studies that did not appear to be from a right wing or a left wing or a George Santos or wherever the fuck that we think is controlling the media. It's a whole different conversation. That said, that is not true. New York is not an unsafe place for gun violence, and it has some of the strictest gun laws. New York, actually, in comparison to the rest of the country, that's not the most dangerous place. The most dangerous place for gun violence is Gulf states. It's places like Mississippi, like Alabama. And I believe it was Pew Research that I found this particular study. So I'll pull that up and I'll even put it down in the show notes. So I, I feel like I feel like if you're ever trying to find a study on something, we can all trust Pew Research. Thoughts before I, I say anything? First of all, she didn't say St. Louis. So ding, ding. Thank yeah. you very much. Oh, my God. Now, Tra- I live in it. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not trying. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> she didn't so say Baltimore either. She said she in that know. clip. You can Google it if you want. And I did uh, because, <laughs> of course, I did, right? Mm-hmm. And Travis, the, the studies that she's talking about is a gun violence per 100,000 people. So, like, you lose points according to the studies that she reads if you have a whole lot of people. So Alabama ranks high because, like, there's a good amount of murders for not as many people. Mississippi had 962 violent crimes in 2021. But California they, but they have a million people. Right. Yeah. Had so 3,576. Per, so, per capita. Right. So it's, it's like tired. if the devil came up from hell and said, you have to murder 10 people per state, there's a stronger likelihood that you'd be murdered in Mississippi than California just because there's a whole lot of alive people in California. That's that's essentially what we're saying here is <laughs> if you take the entire state of Illinois into consideration, right. it's not that bad. But if you isolate it to Chicago, which well, is where all of the gun violence happens. Travis, there was 1,995 violent crimes in Illinois in 2021, as opposed to the nine. So it's almost double Mississippi. She said Mississippi was a bad one. Her reasoning there is flawed, Travis. Uh, and, and that's not to say, you know, uh, I, I'm not taking John Jamingo's side because John Jamingo's got his own fucking problems. <laughs> <laughs> hey, l- listen, listen to me. 
from my standpoint, this is where I stand. I don't want to get into it. I'm not looking for debates. I don't really give a shit. You know, feel what you want. I own guns. I like guns. They're fun. They're cool to shoot. And also, they're great for protection if somebody decides that they want to harm me or my family. Or if you want uh, to get yourself a meal. Yeah. On the other hand, uh, yeah. People should go through background checks. Sure, right? you shouldn't. You shouldn't give guns to people who are mentally unstable. It yes. should be hard. Uh, it shouldn't be I easy agree. to get them. It shouldn't be easy, right? Yeah. Like I shouldn't be able to go right now and buy a rifle today, right? Like the, the buying a rifle should be just as difficult as buying a handgun, where there's a waiting period, there's a background check. I can't walk out of the store with it. Like, right. I completely a thousand percent agree with that. That being said, uh, I like guns. Yeah, I would say anything that comes about that makes it harder to buy them, I'll vote for that. Sure. As long as it's not illegal to buy it, then I'll have yeah, to think about it. But if you just say, we're going to make them jump through another hoop, good. Yeah. I'm for that. Give me, yeah, add a day. I, I pulled more, two more clips, Travis. I don't remember what they are, though. Well played. So you are actually safer in New York than you are in Mississippi. No, that's not true. Uh, here's the other one. Carry whatever. It's Chicago's not-, not in the top 10, guys. It's not. No, it's just not, you guys. So Texas. When- yeah, no, it for sure is. It absolutely <laughs> is. St. Louis is number one. Yeah. Uh, Chicago's Chicago probably number two. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Chicago's number two. It used to be number one. St. Louis overtook it. Right, right. Yeah. Well, so St. Louis is really skewed, too, because they're only judging St. Louis on about. Truck, you're doing really good on that chocolate bar. 15 square blocks. Travis, I think he's already like halfway done. He hasn't even touched well, Chica- his Pepsi uh, Chica- yet. What's Chicago that? is also like that because there are some really fine parts of like the medical district sure, in Chicago are. is totally cool. Like there's plenty of decent Chicago. Yeah, if you go out but, to the burbs, it's nice. Yeah. The the bad parts of Chicago are really bad. It's the same as uh Milwaukee in the in it's Wisconsin's dumpster of Milwaukee. There's some really great parts of Milwaukee, and then you walk a block in the wrong direction and it's it's bad. So choose whatever research you want uh but go to those places and decide whether or not you feel safe walking down certain parts uh of that city travis i have a good story about a gentleman who's uh trying to do a chris hansen uh he's a gentleman what what, take me take money from me for a mug and never give it to me He's still salty about that right (laughs) Travis, travis signed up for chris hansen's kickstarter i remember and he ordered a mug and never got his I'm, mug. I'm still pro Chris Hansen. I know that Travis didn't get his. Fuck that guy. I He's trying he, to stop somebody... pedophiles, Travis. I hope somebody busts him for being a pedophile. He's, that's he's that's what I hope the for. Lord's work. That's that's what I hope for Chris Hansen at this point is that somebody else does a Dateline gotcha and Chris Hansen walks in the door with his. That would be the perfect was. cover, Travis. Imagine if Chris Hansen's been a pedophile this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Travis, so this guy, he goes by uh, Bupak Shakur. And Bupak Shakur, he makes videos. Now, I found a lot of his stuff on Rumble. I could not find it on YouTube. I don't know if he got kicked off YouTube or if he just prefers Rumble. Uh, but I have a couple of clips of Bupak Shakur's work. It seems like what he does is he lures people to public places pretending to be a 15-year-old girl and confronts them and says, hey, why are you here? Does he bring the police with him? No, I don't. Th- I think he calls the police once he gets there. That's a bad idea. You, you think- there's one. Yeah, there's he, he's like not that. affiliated with the police at all, drunk. I, I believe he's just doing this freelance. 
Uh, see, that's the good thing about Chris Hansen is Travis. The the cops are waiting out in the garage. Yeah. So I got a, well, I got some. The, the first three or four, they weren't. Oh. That didn't happen until later. And then but they he, called him up and said. But he's got NBC's money behind it. Yeah. Like, hey. Uh, yeah. So Bupak, he's freelance. Uh, here, here's some Bupak, Travis. What you doing here? What you doing in Pontiac? I came to meet somebody. How old is that somebody? Uh, 20-something. No, the fuck they ain't. I, I didn't come to meet a kid. Then what you doing here? What I'm doing here? Yeah, what you doing meeting inside a store? You could have met a 21-year-old at home. I'm not meeting inside the store. I can't get something to drink. He's an imposing force, Travis. He's a big guy, and he uses bad language. That's something that Chris Hansen didn't. Chris Hansen never said, what the fuck are you doing here? You know, he's he's a... Uh, He's bringing some edge to the pedophile hunter arena, which we needed. We came to meet a 13-year-old boy um, at the Great Lakes Mall in the food court for sex. He said he wanted to eat his ass and suck his dick. Like we got the conversation and everything. Hey, look at me. You can see me because we give him an option. We gotta tell him. We gotta make him tell somebody that he can take his ass. I think he brought friends that time, Travis, and they all surrounded this guy, and he looked really uncomfortable. He looked really uncomfortable being there in the food court and having a bunch of guys yelling that he's a pedophile. As you would, I would imagine. Uh, so you weren't a pedophile. Travis, you want to hear what's going on with Bupak? <clears throat> yeah, please. Robert Wayne Lee, who goes by Bupak Shakur, used his social media to pose as a 15-year-old girl and lure sex predators. He was gunned down Friday night after he confronted two men inside of a restaurant, accusing one of them of being a pedophile. Lee then punched the man who pulled out a knife before the second man pulled out a gun, shooting Lee several times. Yeah, he's dead, Travis. He, uh, dead now. Yep. Yeah, he confronted a pedophile or a alleged pedophile in a restaurant. And the guy shot him. He, hey, man, you gotta you gotta take your lumps, right? You, I believe uh, the the saying is, you fuck with the bull, you get the horns. Is that what you I mean, say? Yeah. In this even scenario, was, is is the pedophile the bull? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even if he was doing the Lord's work, uh, the Lord be smiteth, you know. I guess he was doing a good thing. That's why you have the power of NBC behind you. Yeah, you, you get NBC. Just let NBC do it. Right, exactly. It's, Nobody's going to be shooting somebody with an NBC camera crew. Maybe they will, though. They'll shoot the whole goddamn crew, Travis. Pop, pop? Yeah, you see, I guess now you probably bring a gun if, if you're going to go do that, just in case it's like some guy who's going to try to expose you. Because you yeah, don't want to go mean, back to jail. Well, you know someone... Oh. Chris Hansen's later ones, <laughs> they even said in the transcript, you're not Chris Hansen, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I think legally, if you are Chris Hansen, you have to tell shots. them. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like if you're a police officer, you have to say yes. Well, wasn't technically officer. Chris Hansen doing it, so he was just the one reporting. That is one of his team. No, yeah. I'm not Chris Hansen. Exactly. You didn't ask me if I worked for him. <laughs> exactly. Drunk, are you feeling any kind of way? My, or te you my teeth really hurt. You're, oh, because it, it's sweet? Yeah. The sweetness well, is getting in your teeth? Once you start drinking that Pepsi, the back of your throat's going to get all gummed up. So he's holding off, I guess, going to the Pepsi. You, are you just trying to eat the whole chocolate bar first? Is that your strategy? It is. So he has a strategy, Travis. Hey, let's see if that pays off. Yeah. And when my teeth hurt, I'm trying to melt the chocolate with the top of my mouth. See, now, I thought... That he was like halfway done with the chocolate bar, but I'm looking at it 
and it still looks like he's halfway done with the chocolate bar. So I think <laughs> maybe it was an optical illusion the way I was looking at it. I'm not really sure. I know, I'm trying L- to get a little warm, too. Drunk's getting Listen, warm. The, the, first ha- the first half of that thing is going to go down real easy. It's the second half that's <laughs> going to be a problem. Because <laughs> if, if you've ever done any of those food challenges, you start off real cocky, like, oh, this five-pound burrito. This is not a problem at yeah. all. You power through half of it, and then the back half, just like you wish your life ended. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, guys, what we're going to do, we're going to well, take... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, okay, okay. So, never mind. You're fine. No, go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead, drunk. It's unimportant. Go ahead. It's unimportant? Okay. Travis, why, don't you hold that, why don't you hold up that chocolate Yeah, show us how much you got left. Quick. Um, you think that's half? That's a little less, I think. A little less than half. Okay, he's doing good. He's doing good. But we got we got another half of a show, guys. That's when the magic's really going to start happening, I think. So stick around. We'll be back. What do you say I take you home and eat your pussy? Leave us a spooky voicemail anytime at 636-487-HAND. Mike watched the first Friday the 13th. The one with Jason's old ass mom killing people. No horses, not a one. Dubfod goes hard. Kristen is a 24-year-old female who thinks she's meeting a 29-year-old male she met on a dating app. But little does she know, there are 22 hidden cameras trained on her table. Hello. Hi. This place is nice. Have you ever been here before? No, never. Can I just say, you're much prettier than in your profile picture. Oh, thank you. You're dead. You're next. Oh my I'm God. I'm going to get you next, Please. bitch. Please don't hurt me. I'm not going to hurt you. You are my prank show. I'm Stabby McCoy. There's cameras there, there, there. There's cameras every fucking where. Is, is he okay? Okay? No, he's dead. But you should have seen your face. <laughs> Stabby McCoy's Hidden Camera Murder Show. Here is Mike with a quick update on the WFOD Hollywood Fantasy League. Dumb Money only put up five points, which kind of sucks. Was Paw Patrol not on the list? Fuck, man. That and Taylor Swift, bad draft. And Exorcist had a 38% Metacritic. The trailer looked cool. What the fuck? So that, with a lackluster $45 million, well, 
I guess that's not lackluster for a horror movie. Uh, whatever. 17 points for The Exorcist Believer, meaning the only thing left is Five Nights at Freddy's. I guess we'll know soon who's moving on and who's... It, it, we're gonna lose. God damn it. Why is that never enough? Once again... WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. timer up yeah like a like a 20 i don't know how to do any any uh post prod uh that's why i was just kind of hoping it would be fine <laughs> just post it raw you know because i don't know i don't know how to edit video that's i have right. no idea should have held up a stopwatch just yeah. a stopwatch there. <laughs> i thought about like coral the candy bar like hmm, i'm kind of rifling through this thing guys welcome back uh trevor's the, the the chocolate bar challenge continues uh so the challenge is that he drinks the Pepsi and he eats the chocolate bar. He's trying to do those things individually. So I guess he's going to eat the chocolate bar and then chug the Pepsi. Uh, that's that's his strategy. It's interesting. I guess we'll see how it goes, uh, Travis. I have a guy. Uh, this this might this might be a hustle watch, Travis. I, do I have the hustle watch? Uh, yeah. Here we go. It is time for the hustle watch. Travis, this guy, um, he I, I think he was buying illegal dick pills off the internet or, or like importing them from somewhere. Um he had he had like two thousand dollars worth Reginald of Reginald Kinser had more than eighteen hundred dollars worth of the pills that were off brand stashed in his house. Pills he allegedly got without a prescription from a licensed doctor with plans to redistribute the drugs in and outside of the state. But the kicker here, according to the feds, he was distributing them to elderly people living at the village's retirement community. Didn't drunk just say that all those retirement communities were just fuck fests? If you watched some kind of heaven, one of Drunk's picks of the week. You know exactly who this guy is. Oh, you, this guy is, he's a famous guy? Yeah, he was one of the guys on the documentary. And he had a whole bunch of dick pills. Like, way too so, many dick so, pills. So, 
on the show, he he was a buttoned up, clean cut guy. Got to the villages, immediately starts doing drugs. Becomes like a coke and heroin addict. <laughs> Are you sure it's the same guy? Same guy. Okay, so Travis. The, the getting the dick pills thing, that's kind of like getting your weed card now, right? Like you do like a telehealth thing and you just say, having trouble getting a boner. And a doctor says, okay, here's a prescription, right? Yeah, you don't well, have to I think they do got to run your like blood pressure or something because... Uh, uh, you give them an estimate. If you can remember what your blood pressure right. was, you put it in there. <laughs> if you can't, you just say, I don't know. Because if you have like, a bad oh, ticker, okay. they're not supposed to give it to you. So really, like the not having a prescription thing is like, come on, man, you don't really need one, right? Well, and some of these these elderly people, they probably can't afford an actual prescription, right? Like if he's getting, it's like when well, people the other were bringing, problem is if you've been in trouble with the law as much as this guy has the last couple of years. Yeah, well, it's like people bringing medications down from Canada because they're so much more affordable, and then reselling them. It's like. Yeah, man, you're providing a service to these people who who, who can't afford, uh, they can't afford hard dicks on in in, in our busted healthcare system. Well, that and it's embarrassing, Travis. These old people, they don't want to tell people they want rock hard boners. Yeah, you just assume that they don't have them and would like to have them. And residents say they're disappointed that he got arrested. Considering the neighborhood pharmacist, absolutely, that's what we do. Help a girl out. Well, I'm just sorry he got busted before I had a chance to buy from him. So he's popular in the community, Travis. All these yeah, people, they want their rock hard boner so that they can fuck old Betty. And they can't. They can't fuck her, Travis. It's a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. It's like now they got to revert back to using the old uh, popsicle stick method. <laughs> well, what's the popsicle stick method, Travis? You strap a popsicle stick to your flaccid dick. You just do you tie it with a. Tape it. I would imagine. What do you, what do you I would do? imagine you could hold it I or use a bread thumb. tie or something, or a couple bread ties tied together. You just kind of press your thumb up against it yeah. and jam them both in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or like I said, yeah, a couple of couple of bread ties. I, you know, we, do you, you just use together? the popsicle stick to get it in there, and then you just try to leave it in there, or does the popsicle stick stay? Because the popsicle I mean, stick would, would cause friction and hurt, right? I would imagine you could pull the popsicle stick out as long as you didn't pull back too much. It's oh. like a shoehorn. A shoe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I know. I I get it. I get. No, I understand the concept. I'm just trying to figure out, does the popsicle stick need to stay? You don't leave a shoehorn in. As soon as your heel's in there, you leave it in there. Yeah. And then you just kind of wiggle it around a little bit and hope that you can get something going. Yeah. Travis, it drunks down to like, uh, it looks like maybe four little squares left. Drunks killing this fucking candy bar. He is facing some serious charges that could lead to a year-long stint in federal prison. But clearly, they were getting it on at the retirement they, center, and, and they are disappointed in this. Not hiding that fact either. <laughs> Why should they hide it? Yeah, let them exactly. fuck. You jerk. Everybody, everybody wants to bone. Just because your equipment stops working doesn't mean you want to stop doing the job. What's she laughing about? That bitch is going to be saggy at some point. You, so, you could be so lucky to live long enough that you 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 want rock hard boners but can't get them anymore. So apparently, fucking... after that doc was shown, what is this doc? Some kind of heaven. It's about. Is it about nursing homes? It's just about the villages. What the? What's the villages? It's the largest retirement community in the United States. It, that's like a oh. chain. No, it's a city. 
It's that's a city the, of nursing homes. You you talked about this before, isn't that where all those STDs are? Yeah, there's like a shit ton of STDs in that village. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, afterwards they're noticing all these loofahs on top of vehicles. Turns out loofahs like to wash your backside. Yeah. Are well, they, on were specu- top of- they were speculating that it was just to help them find their car. No, no, no. <laughs> the different color loofah means different color means different things. Like if you have a purple loofah, you like it in the back. Or if you have a red loofah, you want you want three of them. Three dicks. Is this? Yeah. And this is primarily a retirement community. Yes. Look it up. The village is in Florida. I'm not kidding you. It's the size of a, an actual city. We should have that uh, place like that for 40 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, isn't, I, uh, that, isn't that called Cabo? <laughs> <laughs> Travis, my wife and I were out driving around the other day and we kept seeing a red Jeep with a bunch of rubber duckies on the dashboard. Good thing. And we thought it was the same Jeep. And then Laura Googles it and says, no. That Jeep owners give each other rubber duckies like as as presents. Lindy got a vampire last night. A vampire rubber ducky? Mm-hmm. Is Lindy a Jeep owner? Mm-hmm. So you're aware of this rubber ducky Absolutely, thing? Absolutely, yep. She bought 40 unicorns to give out. Unicorn rubber duckies. Mm-hmm. And so you see a Jeep and then you put it on the if hood? If you like it. You just say, hey, Jeep owner, here's mm-hmm. a rubber ducky. Mm-hmm. And then you... That signifies I really like your Jeep. Collect the rubber duckies, Travis. She's got a what if I take what if I take dashboard. a shit on the uh the hood of that Jeep? Does that mm. mean I dislike it? Probably. Well, uh, Travis, I drive a, a Jeep compass. You're not you that you don't count. Yeah, uh, no, you gotta have a regular And nobody like regular gives me rubber duckies. You, I've never gotten one. You probably don't get the wave either. I don't. I don't get a wave. You, I don't you, get shit. You drive a fake Jeep. Do you have a, 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 a window sticker on the back of your vehicle that says it's a Jeep thing you wouldn't understand? No. Well, that's why. I was about to say my lady's Jeep has Jeeps going on the mountains on her windshield. <laughs> so so do, do you guys get rubber duckies? All the time. How many you got? What do you do Third, with them? Just 30? give them out to other Jeep? No, it, no, you keep them. You keep them? Those are your ducks. Huh. But then you that's get point, other. That's point of, yeah, that's a point of pride. That's col- that's a that's col- it's like Sonic collecting rings. Wow. Or you know, like uh... the, then you get in an accident, Travis, and they go flying everywhere. <laughs> well, if you got enough of them in the vehicle, no, we didn't get them in the lake. In, in the, they're in the house. You just have like a shelf for your rubber duckies. She's got like a bag. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know about that, but I guess it's similar to the loofah thing. Maybe different rubber duckies mean different things. I like your Jeep. I'd like to fuck you. Yeah. That's how you get an upside down rubber ducky, Travis. <laughs> what does your Jeep say on the side? Say on the side? Yeah. Uh, I don't, nothing. Yeah, that's why you don't get it. It's not a Jeep thing for you. No, it's just a, it's a car that I drive to work and then back home. Yeah. Travis, I have a uh, pick of the week that I want to share with you. Um, my my pick of the week, Travis, there's a new television program. Uh, I'm not sure. It's on one of the, the four major networks, but it, it stars David Spade. Uh, he's like a game show host now, Travis. 
and the show is called Snake Oil. Oh, I think I've seen previous. It, so it's it's a very convoluted premise. Like uh, there there's two people um, pitching their products, and one of them is a real product that someone is actually trying to sell, and the other one is a made up product that they're trying to trick you into thinking is the real product. And like they make like parody ads for these two things, and then people like invest in the company certain amount of monies. But if they get tricked, then they lose the money. And if it's it, I don't really understand it yet, Travis, but I'm enjoying watching the fake products. Like there was a guy in the first week that had like a, a bourbon that was like uh, steeped in like deer blood or something. Uh, there was a bunch of really weird stuff. And I, I was I was kind of enjoying it, even though I didn't understand it. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's called snake oil. It'll get so canceled would, almost immediately. Travis. Why would anybody take part in this thing if they invest in the wrong thing? They just lose their money. Why would? How could they ever get contested? Well, for they have. Like this? I mean, it's not like real money. Like it's like fake game show money, Travis. Oh, so where I guess if you invest in it, are. then like you get to keep the money because you oh, invested okay. in a real product or something. There's, so you're not bringing. Yeah, you're not bringing your own money. On. Yeah, no. Okay. Price is right money. Come on now. Uh, but yeah, Here. like and I imagine that the the people going on the show pitching their real product are doing it because they're going to be on national television pitching their real product. And some people will think it's stupid, but maybe. A thousand people will be like, oh, I want to buy some deer blood whiskey and like, you know, seek it out. Uh, so, I mean, it's free advertising for them, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, the, the premise is interesting. And I don't know why they picked David Spade to be the host of it. Uh, the the theme he's hilarious. The theme music is available is <laughs> is like a uh, like a like a snake charmer. Uh, Spade was doing one didn't mind crossing the picket line. The, the little, <laughs> what do you call that, Trevor? It's not a flute. It's like a recorder, a recorder that you charm snakes with. So it's like, oh, so they're appropriating Indian culture. Yeah, absolutely, they are. Yeah, yeah. No, it's problematic in a lot of ways, Travis. But I, I've watched an episode of it and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Hey, we live in a world where naked attraction is something that can exist. So <laughs> Travis, I'm shows, sure that's fine. It's just so great. It's I've still it's not watched beyond so the stupid. <laughs> Drunk's down to like a uh the logo. A nub. Yeah, he's got like uh the size bar that you'd give out if like you were giving out Halloween candy. That's like a that's like a fun size crunch bar. Except uh, like three times as thick. Are you struggling, drunk? Are you is it getting down to the nitty gritty? Are you gonna have problems with the Pepsi, do you think? My teeth really hurt. Really <laughs> so much sugar. You probably should go to the dentist. Have you considered that? Have you considered mm. maybe making a trip to the dentist? I just they do really good work. Out of my head, and then I'll get some dentures. Yeah, that that drunk's plan, Travis, is just have them fall let, out. Let them fall out. Uh, let them screw some fake teeth to your jaw. And drunk, do you have a pick of the week? Something you want the people to know about? Oh, sure, drunk's pick of the week. You go on the peacock. You go to the WWE section and you watch the replay of Fastlane. It was a very good pay-per-view this weekend. 
Uh, I recommend checking it out. Do you like that L.A. Night? Uh, yes, very much so. L.A. Night, yeah. That's what he does. He says yeah a lot. <laughs> um, do we current? Do we currently have any WWE wrestlers that transcend wrestling fandom? Because you know there was a time when we had like the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, I mean, Cena's back. Well, I mean, take Cena out of it, but I mean, like current wrestlers, like we had Cena's, we had Rocks, we had Hulk Hogan's. Those people transcended the wrestling fandom. Do uh, we have any of those people now? Because I don't. Cody I mean, Rhodes Reigns, was a judge on one of those shows for a little. Is bit. Is Roman Reigns still wrestling? I think that's like the last one that I remember. Yeah, Roman Reigns I, is. Yep, yeah, he's there. Okay. I like uh, Dan Housen. He's AEW though, right? Yeah, and I like watching uh MJF stuff too because oh, yeah, he's MJF he's a he's a jerk Travis, but he's a complicated jerk. I, I like Danhausen a lot and and I don't watch wrestling. Adam I've Cole's never watched too. Yeah, I, I've never I've never watched him wrestle. I just like him as a character and like what he has done with his character. Like I've never seen him wrestle. I just think that he's like it's just such a goofy character that I just fucking love it. Well, yeah. I think the stick is he's a really bad wrestler too, right? Is he not good at wrestling? <laughs> yeah, he loses a lot. I've never seen him wrestle. I just like watching his hijinks. And it's funny too, like you follow him on Twitter, there's just constantly people because he's always hurt, apparently. Like just constantly people <laughs> tweeting at him about how he's a hundred pounds and always hurt and how he's such a <laughs> shitty wrestler. And it's just him and telling him to fuck off. <laughs> it's just like it's so entertaining to watch as a non-wrestling fan. Yeah, that's that's great about wrestling now, Travis, is you just can keep up with it without actually having to like sit and watch a three hour show with uh with commercials and stuff like just the next day, if there's something that happened, you'll see it be like, Oh, this guy beat this guy and cut a good promo. And then you could just watch it like while you're taking a shit. But it's funny because, like, beyond those three that I just named, like, current wrestler, like, like besides Dan Housen, Roman Reigns and like Cody Rhodes, I wouldn't be able to name you another single wrestler that currently wrestles. Travis, uh, Christian Cage. Do you remember Edge and Christian? No. Back in the day on W. Well, Christian is on AEW now, and he's only feuding with uh, guys whose dads are dead. And he just reminds them that their dad is dead. And it's a pretty good heel bit, Travis. It really works. Like, if you watch a compilation of him reminding people that their dads are dead, it's pretty good. Like That's a good I, gimmick. It's just like instant heat. Like everybody boos him as soon as he tells the person that their dad's dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah Ray Mysterio's song is actually the best heel in the game right now, actually. Yeah. He is. Uh, but yeah, no, you don't actually have to watch wrestling anymore. You can just kind of pick it all up. It's 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 a lot of fun. So who wrestled in this one, Drunk? Bunch of people. Oh. Did anybody, uh, did anything like... Jimmy Uso. Oh. And uh, he's in the bloodline with yeah his brother Solo Roman. Oh, they wrestle each other. No, they tag teamed against Cody Rhodes and uh, Jay Uso. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're feuding. No, the Usos. Cody Rhodes and Jay, and Jay Uso faced uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Oh, right, really, right, right. You're struggling with that chocolate, aren't you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Very last couple time. bites travis are hitting them hard travis what's your pick of the week give drunk a minute to travis's pick 
of the week this week is a is a spooky month uh, pick. Uh, since Ooh, we are in spooky, spooky month, um, it is the motion picture Totally Killer now streaming on Amazon Prime, starring that gal from Mad Men and uh, the Sabrina show from uh, uh, I don't I don't Sabrina, even the know teenage how to pronounce her name. Yeah. So uh, the premise of this uh, motion picture, uh, there were murders 30 years ago taking the lives of uh, four high school gals, uh, never found the killer. 30 years later, one of the surviving women is killed. Her daughter uh, is devastated, has to travel back in time. Yes, back in time. It's a time travel movie. It's a time travel movie. She has to go back in time to the 1980s. So you get a lot of 1980s set pieces, which is uh, uh, fashionable, but going out of trend right now. But they do a really good job. She's got to go back in time to stop uh, the original murders, catch the killer so her mom doesn't die in the future. It is a lot of fun. If you like movies like Happy Death Day or Freaky, you will very much enjoy Totally Killer streaming right now on amazon prime the the killer is uh is he supposed to be max headroom travis it looks like it right it's like a smiling blonde or slick back 80s person it billy looks, idol maybe yeah maybe but it's like more of a cartoonish version but it's like yeah it's like a 1980s long blonde slicked back hair with a giant smile on his face like he would be saying totally tubular dude uh, it's a great mask uh, for for a slasher, uh, and yeah, really, really enjoyed this movie. Had a lot of fun with it. My wife, even who doesn't like uh, horror movies, she will tolerate horror comedies. Um, really enjoyed it as well. So uh, it's a, got mass appeal. So check out totally. Guys, question: Did you watch the last scream? Uh, I did. I saw that in the motion picture house. How was it? I enjoyed it. It's very divisive. Uh, there are people who can't stand it, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Well, there's no Sydney, right? Not uh, in no, it. No, they not didn't in. pay her enough money for her to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Cox, though, is fully present. Yeah. Yeah. Travis, I I, uh, I can tell you about uh, Totally Killer. I watched it. I enjoyed it. It had uh, Happy Gilmore's girlfriend in it. Uh, uh, Veronica Vaughn? No, not Veronica. Was it Veronica? No, no Veronica was Vaughn Billy was Billy Madison. Madison. It's the same chick, isn't it? Uh, no, Julie no. Bowen. Julie Drunk. Bowen uh, from uh, Modern Family. Modern Claire Family. From Modern Family. Uh, she was Hubie also Halloween's Hugh, girlfriend. Also too. Hubie Halloween's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, what I can tell you, Travis, I'm not going to spoil it, but I was irritated because I called who the killer was in the first 10 minutes and his intentions for being the killer. Yeah, they don't really hide. I mean, it, which was frustrating, it Travis, because it, it, it's it's very obvious, and I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you think about it at all, <laughs> you, can, you can figure it out. I didn't care. Yeah, uh, I just thought it was a cool premise, so I wasn't overthinking it. But yeah, if you think about it for even two seconds, you'll figure out what the deal is. Right, uh, Travis. I've been. Uh, I, I I got a little bit behind on my. Um, there it is, the last piece. Oh, He's folding boy. up the aluminum, chewing it down. My 31 days of spooky, Travis. We we, we watched. You were a- doing really good there for a bit. Yeah, we're a couple days behind now. But uh, see, just like I told you when we had Jeff uh, Whitmire on, um, I've done that in the past too, and always get behind. Travis, we watched Terrifier One, and Ooh, you need to get to the sequel. Uh, baby. That clown, Travis. He's a bad guy. 
Yeah, he's not. He's, he's not a. Fun he's guy. not a good person. No. Um, he's troubled in in a variety of ways, Travis. Um, and and I had asked you when he sawed that lady in half, if upside like, down while naked. Maybe he was stupid, and like he didn't know like the correct way to do the saw the lady in half magic trick. Like, do you think that's yeah. what they were thinking? Is He's going to do the saw the lady in half magic trick, but like he did it in a stupid way. No, I think uh, he had that one gal chained up and uh, it, it was her friend that was hanging upside down. And he was like, hey, look what I'm going to do to your friend with this hacksaw while you watch. Ha ha ha. So he was just doing it to be a big jerk. Is it what yeah, you think? He's, yeah, yeah. He's a sadistic. Uh, he's a sadistic motherfucker. Uh, and once you get to the sequel, you'll uh, you'll see even more of that. Charles, honestly, I think. Uh, one of the most terrifying parts of Terrifier was when he just started honking that horn at that lady. <laughs> like, the cl- the clown shit that he does because he looks so creepy is way worse than any of the violence that he causes. Yeah, like he, he just got out of horn and just started har- har- honking it at the lady and he yeah. did it for way too long. It was like, yeah. Why is he honking this horn so much? That guy's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like in the very first one where when they're those two broads are trying to just get a slice of pizza, and he's just staring at them from across <laughs> the uh, restaurant is way creepier than when he cut that dude's head off and made a jack o' lantern out of it. All right, we're getting to the the uh, the final push here. Travis drunk's gonna try to drink the Pepsi. This is like the relay race. The chocolate bar was the first leg. We got 20 ounces of Pepsi to chase it down. Do you feel like you're going to barf? You're going to be okay? Oh. This might actually be refreshing for the first two, three sips. Is it refreshing? Oh. Yeah. My jaw really hurts, though. From chewing so much chocolate? Did it start to get kind of thick and gummy? Make sure to tongue the top of my mouth pre- periodically to make sure it didn't get that way. Tongue the top of your mouth. Yeah, yeah so it didn't like stick to the top, the roof of your mouth. Yeah, I didn't want to like keep eating and keep eating. I wanted to make sure to clear it out before. So you just like have a, like a, a thick, long piece of chocolate like sludge at the top yeah, of your mouth. Exactly. Well, Travis, I also saw some. Somebody posted a thing that said that. Uh, the uh, the costumes for killer clowns from outer space were just repurposed to be trolls in earnest, scared, stupid. So we watched those that. on back to back nights to see if we could recognize anybody from the reuse of the costumes. And you, and you could. So that was fun. Yeah, um, yeah I believe that wholeheartedly. Did you watch Terror Train? Terror Train? Yeah. No, I have not watched Terror it's Canadian. Train. Canadian. It's yeah. all right. Yeah, I still want to watch that one that Jeff Whitmire suggested, Travis. The uh, um, uh, holy, holy shit. shit, but that is a uh, a screenbox box exclusive. exclusive. So I would have to subscribe to a. Uh, I believe Terror Train's on the Tubi. Okay. Oh, speak. Yeah, Terror Train is on Tubi. Uh, they didn't they already make a sequel to that? Yeah. Yep. Yep. They made a sequel. That's actually a remake. Oh yeah. Um, Jamie Lee and yeah. Movie, yeah. Yep. So uh, speaking of Jeff Whitmire, uh, uh recent guest uh i just watched uh vhs 
85. It is the sixth installment of the VHS anthology series. Travis, is that like a four rooms, but horror? It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like a Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, it's an anthology. It's like Creepshow or Twilight Zone, the movie. Okay. So there's a couple different things. Yeah. So uh, VHS one is really good. VHS two is a fucking masterpiece. If you haven't seen it, VHS two, I highly recommend for your uh, spooky month viewing. Uh, VHS viral is meh. VHS 94 has a couple of good segments. 99 has a decent segment in it. And 85 has one really good segment that bleeds into another one. Um, and then it's got like this wraparound that's okay. And then a couple of dogs uh, in the middle of it. So who paid Jeff for this Whip- one? What? Jeff Whip- who paid for this one? Uh, Teresa. Teresa, from- here's, for, here's to you. Oh, he's going to finish it. He's going to bottom it out. He's going to bottom it out. Wow. There it Damn, is. Damn, we're that much closer. Challenge sending, completed. Uh, he's drunken his lady to uh, Bora Bora. So now uh, I guess we'll have to put the uh, the cinnamon thing on the on the docket, Travis. That one's going to yep. be coming up. And uh, I think Jody offered uh, drunk five dollars to eat like a blue corn dog or something. Uh, so I'll have to I'll, I'll study up on that, Travis. See what the it's fuck feasible. Is a blue corn dog. Uh, it, it's like Korean or something. I don't yeah, know. I'm not doing anything. Right. Less so than so finishing it off, <laughs> Jeff Whitmire on v- VHS 85. He has the closing uh, song over the credits. That's so, cool. I have to that, check that one out, Travis. So you, I can cool. just watch VHS 85 without having watched previous VHSs? None of them have anything to do with each other, okay. so you're good to go. Yeah, I'm going to put that on my list, Travis, because I saw that a new one came out. I haven't seen any of them, but yeah, if it's just like little short vignettes, then I'll just watch those. Yeah. Don't let, don't let 85. I'm not going to say it's bad. It's not bad. There's some good parts of it. Um, don't let that dissuade you from watching original entries. Like I said, VH1 or VHS one is really good. VHS two is amazing. Those first two were, were really, really good. Then the series kind of just continued and I'm glad that it does. I'm not saying that I, I, I will watch everyone that comes out because they all have redeeming qualities, but the first two are <sighs> wonderful. We're so. positive. That wasn't a marijuana candy bar, right? Why are you feeling weird? Dude. <laughs> I'm like hi. Uh, drug drug are you gonna make it home okay, you think? Yeah, no, I'll make it home. You need yeah. a designated driver no, from I'll eating the a, chocolate bar? Yeah, it's yeah. likely because that chocolate bar which you held up to the camera looked like it should have been shared between four people the over dude, the course of the, the week. back of it said six <laughs> servings on it. Uh it's hundred and sixty calories per serving, Travis. So it's hundred and sixty oh, times six. Yeah. It's like a thousand calorie yeah. candy bar. <laughs> oh, solid sugar. So 160 times six on the chocolate bar, and then uh, 250 calories on the Pepsi. So and uh, probably 700 milligrams of sugar. So he's right. gonna drunk is going to. And I'm just gonna go high. home and immediately pass out because I have to work at six o'clock in the morning. So oh, wow. that's not getting worked off. Yep. He's gonna soar high and he's gonna crash. Just hard. run home, drunk. Right. <laughs> yep. You should pull your vehicle behind you like wow, the strong <laughs> Do you remember that uh that bit where uh Mike Myers was tied to the jungle gym, Travis? Yeah, Simon, right? Was it no Simon was in the bathtub. Who was the, the special kid with the helmet that pulled the jungle gym? Uh, I can't I can't remember. I thought it was Simon, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I know who you're talking about. Guys, we did it. Covered in chocolate. I did it. Drunk did it. Travis, we were here. We witnessed it. We witnessed excellence. 
the inaugural stunt for stunt year. Thank you so much to Teresa. Here's to many more to come. That was fun. Listening to this installment of WFOD, our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth to spread the gospel of the dub file. Please take a moment to tell a friend, share a link, leave a review, or any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. The music featured in this podcast is provided by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Get a hold of the show by phone at 636-487-HAND or email any of our names, Mike, Travis, or Drunk, at WFOMix.com. Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon sponsors, Benny Michaels, Jim Chadman, Brian Kranz, Liquid Lozenge, Valerie Carpenter, Jay Adson, and Rabbit Poundings. You can be a Patreon sponsor for as little as a dollar a month to get episodes before everyone else by signing up at Patreon.com slash catalog can be found at wfodshow.com or you can subscribe to our rss feed on apple spotify iheart or any podcast player check us out on social media at wfod show on twitter or instagram or wfodicks on facebook or youtube we'll return next week but really we're never gone Oh, no, it's over.